Previously on Nerd Punches Nerd. That is, that is that is that is a great way. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of brilliant, like to keep people like glued in, like oh oh, I'm see, oh you know, Captain Marvel, not not yet, not yet, not yet, and then and then we'll see. Oh, Captain Marvel, do that. Maybe whatever Captain Marvel can do, and then and then we'll be right back into Infinity War. You know, yeah. so. all right. It's just gonna be hard to resist the temptation not to watch any trailers for Infinity War Part Two. Right. Or Agreed. you know, whatever they call it. Hello and welcome to Nerd Punches Nerd, the only podcast where a bunch of nerds pretend to physically fight over minor pop culture minutia. I'm Jeremy here with Benji and of course our very special guest, Sam the Man, the Avengers you know, secret weapon, the guy who have seen all the Avengers movies, but not all the Marvel movies because that would be crazy. Welcome, guys. Thank you, S- Sam. What a what a surprise! Uh, a, a, a pleasant surprise, though. Yeah. Once again, yeah. thanks yeah. for having me on your podcast. Yeah. You know, no no problem extending the invite. It's been a while, but you know, I'm happy to happy to happy to have you again. You're uh, one of our you're you're one of our audience's uh, favorite guests. I'm just gonna, <laughs> yeah. gonna put it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. I hope so. No pressure, um, Sam. Yeah, you yeah know. it's true. Yeah. I have not seen all of the MCU, but I've seen most of them. I don't know, Jeremy. You've probably seen them all, except for the Hulk. You know, the Incredible really? Hulk movie, which was the second one that came out. So in that point, I didn't really feel like I have to watch them. I actually did see about thirty seconds of that movie. So wait, I think wait, wait, I are you? Are, we, are you talking about the is it the Norton one or the Ang Lee one? I'm talking about the Norton one. Oh, I, yeah, I, I saw the Ang Lee one. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't really count, but yeah, oh, I, I like that. But we all know oh. that I like that movie, and I'm I like the one the world's I understand, yeah. okay, but cool. it doesn't it doesn't you, exist. You and me, Benji, we're like the only people in the world. Yeah, like, I, I I thought it was pretty cool. Your weirdness <laughs> about these movies aside, they. I didn't see it, first of all, so I can't really have an I mean, opinion. Let's be fair. You and I are the only two people on Earth, I guess, who uh, like Mother. Um, eh, there are other Mother, people. So. There are some critics who like it, but yeah. it's just not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so you can yeah. like it and seen it, but it doesn't count. Right. And I, and the thing is, like, as I just kept watching every other Marvel movie that came out, I never really felt the need to go back and watch Incredible Hulk, especially when they replaced him with Mark Ruffalo. Right. But this was like, mm. right. It didn't really feel necessary. And the little clips I saw on TV every so often were like, eh, this looks bad. But anyway, I have seen everything. <laughs> so uh, today, of course, we are going to be talking about the latest Avengers thrill ride, Avengers Endgame, or Avengers Ooh. 4. For, like, what is it? Uh, Forgers. Avengers 4 Quattro. Indeed. So... We've had a little tradition to try to like speak about these different Avengers movies as they come out, as the last one, and now this new one. So it sort of feels like a way of just sort of like wrapping things up, just the way that the cinematic universe is also wrapping things up. Now, just a warning for anyone who is listening: this is a spoiler-heavy review. So mm-hmm. we are going That's, to be the whole the whole the whole thing is we we can't go two sentences without a new spoiler. That's correct. So, yeah. 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 By yeah. law, it's it's mandatory. <laughs> yeah. New right. regulations. Yeah. So this is a so if you uh, if you don't want to hear spoilers, then you gotta stop listening, or just keep yeah. listening and just punish yourself. Really, it's fine. 
Just... The spoiler, the spoiler-free uh, um, podcast ends literally right now. That's right. So because anyway, Thanos dies at the end. Yeah. To start things off, we're going to talk about how time travel is used in the movie by playing a little game. Now, for a long time, time travel was like. There was a rumor. People talked about it. We even thought, like, maybe they'll do something with time travel when we talked about Infinity War, although we didn't know how it was going to be used. But what we're going to do is go around the room and say, all right, let's say Paul Rudd came to you with a very, very specific time machine. And not Ant-Man, Paul Rudd. We're being very specific here. Yeah, we're talking about the real world, Harry Avenge. Catch up, all right? Oh, sorry, sorry. Like This time machine can take you back, and you can change one Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. But just one, and that's it. That's the only thing you can do with a time machine. Otherwise, you'll be thrown back, and nothing will change. So you can do nothing, or you can change one Marvel movie. Good or bad, in whatever way you want, how would you change it? All right, so... Let's start things off by Mr. Hulk lover himself, Mr. Benji. What would you say? All right. Well, definitely the movie I would change would be uh, Ultron. Okay. Um, I, uh, I, w- I was kind of bummed about it, you know. Not Like, it, it, ha- it had, I mean, you know, the, the, the previews were pretty cool, and it mm-hmm. looked like it might have been cool. And, you know... Um, you know, I, and also with it being, I guess, uh, Joss Whedon's like, like uh, final Marvel movie, kind of officially, I was hoping it would be, um, you know, a, a little more tightly put together. Obviously, I don't totally blame him, and there, I, I know there, and I think we've talked about this. There are other factors that um, I guess it, it just didn't really come together totally well. But you know, I was, uh, um, I, I was pretty, I was pretty disappointed by uh, a good amount of it. So. Um, you're saying what I would have changed in it? I mean, yeah. Um, it, I mean, it was just it was just pretty scattered. I felt like so. I, um, I mean, I guess I guess whatever. I guess I guess I would have. I guess I would have liked uh, more like, like Ultron backstory. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like like I felt like. I mean, this this is more from just like a writing angle of things, but I just I felt like. Ultron, Ultron as like a as like a villain, like th- I didn't really feel the threat of, of Ultron. So I mean, it was a cool idea. It was just like there was I don't know. I, I would have made him I guess more menacing, um, you know, raise the stakes, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, if that makes sense. Yeah. All right, and Sam. So, I before I give my answer, I just have to say that this is the first time on this podcast that I've actually lost this game. <laughs> because Benji's answer is better than mine. Ooh. Mm, yeah, that's right, Sam. <laughs> I really I really regret you, not Sam. not choosing Ultron. That's 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 the best choice. Um but the movie that I chose um to use my time machine to go back and change would be Captain America the First Avenger. Oh, okay. Um, I feel like Captain America was a solid movie but could have been a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just rewatched it recently, and um, what I would change about it—I mean, like the thing is that, like that movie, it just feels a little bit flat overall, emotionally speaking. You know, like a lot of the scenes that are supposed to be establishing, you know, how heroic Steve Rogers is, and you know, and whatever. Like, like they don't quite work. Like the romance with Agent Carter doesn't doesn't quite land. 
Um, the ending of the movie makes no sense. Uh, anyone anyone who's seen that how it should have ended for Captain America <laughs> knows that it's like the ending is like it's so arbitrary. Um, but well, it's not arbitrary. Like, it's because they needed to, uh, you know, bring him into the future. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they needed to find a way to like freeze him for 70 years. And the way they came up with just just wasn't very smart. Okay. Um, so those are those are some things I would change. Also, like, you know, I mean, I liked Hugo Weaving's performance as as the Red Skull, but the character just doesn't really make sense either. You didn't like it's his line when bizarre. he says when he says the ring must be destroyed, Mister <laughs> Rogers. Yeah, that's what he said. Except, yeah. except he actually Roger, said, "Genius, Benji." <laughs> he said, "The Tesseract must be destroyed, Mister yes. Mister Rogers." Mister. <laughs> <laughs> <Come on. laughs> I mean, actually, this is where <laughs> the Mister Rogers neighborhood it was all about. This yes. <laughs> Mister Rogers did uh, win the Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny. If you guys remember that, I do actually. Uh, that is yeah. true. Yes. Yeah. Good point. So I mean, there we go. Wow, that's a that's a nice little deep pull there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, interesting choices, Sam. I don't okay. really agree with the flat or romance part of it. I do think what for me doesn't work as well is a lot of the stuff with the Red Skull. I feel like I've rewatched many parts of the movie, but I always skip those parts. Yeah, I just think. I mean, I would I would still keep Hugo weaving, but. I would just rewrite the character entirely. Okay. All right, well, so for me, I had a lot of choices because there's a lot of movies I think need like adjustment. But here's what I would pick. Thor 2 was originally supposed to be directed by Patty Jenkins until they had creative differences, mm. probably partially because of Ike Perlnutter because he doesn't like, you know, women's... So I, I don't know who any of these people are that you're talking about. Wait, hold on. Patty Jenkins, Patty Jenkins was the person who subsequently directed Wonder Woman. That's right? correct. Yes. Okay. Because Natalie Portman kind of played hardball. She said, I'll come back to do Thor 2, but I want you to hire a female director. And they said, sure. So they signed Patty Jenkins and Natalie Portman signed on. And then they fired Patty Jenkins for creative differences which is a very catch-all term. But by that point, she was already filming the movie, so it was like she couldn't really back out. And they brought on Alan Taylor, who was a decent Game of Thrones and TV director. Right. But he clearly didn't have like any kind of real ability to push back against the studio. I mean, he was not. it was like his first like feature, so I don't really blame him for that. But he just didn't. Yeah. So I would have liked to have seen, at the very least, the good version of Thor 2 with the original director. You know, I did think about Thor, like 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 some of the Thor movies, uh, briefly when when you like like uh, when I was thinking through stuff. It's just I don't have, I don't like remember it as as I think I just saw parts of it. So yeah. I mean, there's a lot of issues with Thor 2. So I mean, there's no point in me getting into saying. All right. Well, they need to make the dark elves less, you know, boring. You know, they need to give Natalie Portman more actual lines to say. Yeah, right. it's like it's like there's a, like a hundred things I could complain about, but I feel like the good catch-all is just don't fire the director that mm-hmm. ended up directing a pretty decent movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So anyway, 
Let's get started with our actual discussion of Avengers Endgame. Do, 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 do. Dump. Anyway, I think we need to start by the classic Yehuda review. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> as we all know. The all-important Yehuda review. <laughs> Yehuda's a big fan of watching movies, and he's an even bigger fan of comic book movies. You know, his he has like what we call the sliding scale of comic book movie enjoyment. And basically, the worst score he ever gave a movie was it was all right, which was Suicide Squad. <laughs> the first Thor movie Ooh, that is generous. For, that the was first, a good demonstration of the scale. Yeah, was, uh, the first Thor movie he called great, <laughs> and he definitely enjoyed it. So it's not like he was lying, <laughs> but. So I asked him. And after, so after he watched the like Guardians of the Galaxy movies and and and, and some of the, the the best ones, he was just like crying with delight for like for like a month straight. Is that what happened? Sure. So I asked him, "What is your one sentence review of Avengers Endgame?" And he says, "It was awesome." Okay. All right. Yeah. So that's, that's fair. fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Yeah. So that is that is fair. Yeah. Uh, and he definitely enjoyed watching it. it you know, it's always. Uh, an adventure to watch it with him, you know, because he's like, that's actually based on the splash panel from the Infinity War comic series. It's like, oh. oh, that's right, because he he is he's like really really deep into he, he like knows the the universe really well, like the comic book universe, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, that, that's yeah. kind of cool to watch. Yeah. yeah, so that was pretty cool, and of course, what I know is an unreasonable amount about the movie and all the interviews that were done afterwards and all the plans that Marvel has announced. So I can help supplement mm-hmm. the material of the people I was watching the movie with because I know mm-hmm. so much of this nonsense already. Mm-hmm. So just something interesting just to start, just so you guys know the full story. The Disney Plus service has announced a couple TV shows. One of them mm-hmm. was is Loki. Yes. Nice. Which I have to assume has something to do with the him taking the Tesseract and going yeah, on adventures. Right. Yeah, that's so, what I so, assumed too. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I didn't know there was going to be a show, so actually I thought that that was going to be either like like the like the, the thing that was gonna that was gonna um like be be like at the climax of of the movie, mm-hmm. or that was going to be in the post credits. But um, but uh, but I guess it, it wasn't. But I guess it has to do with the, right. so with the I, show, probably. I this, knew there was going to be a show about Loki, and right. as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh. Yeah. So, like, so presumably the show will either take place in, like, an alternate timeline mm-hmm. that has now been created due to this, like, meddling, or Loki will somehow, like, make it back to the, the main timeline. Um, right. You know, I mean, I, both. I mean... Or both, right. yeah. I mean, they well, might play with that, which makes sense. Have you... Really uh, cool, right? Have you seen the new Spider-Man trailer, the Far From Home one? Oh, no. No, I did not. Do you mind if I just tell you a little thing that happens in the trailer? Why, is Loki in it? No. <laughs> but the, it just, it's not... Jimmy just wants to talk about it. <laughs> no, no, no. It actually is relevant. Because, all right, here's, so here's what happens. In it, Nick Fury says to Spider-Man that because of the snap, there was some kind of, you know, it, you know warping effect on the universe, and this guy... Mysterio has actually come from an alternate dimension, another version of Earth. Mm-hmm. Right. So that means they've and already he, and he does that introduced. He moves through the through the ropes in the ring. Yeah, basically. Oh, what a joke! <laughs> Ray Mysterio. Oh, yeah. Did you get that, Sam? Oh, yeah, Sam. You know, I, of course I did. Stuff. You know, yeah, I used okay. to watch Sorry. WCW. I was more of a WCW than WWF guy, so I yeah. knew exactly yeah, who right, Ray Mysterio right. Jr. was. 
Junior, yeah. by the way. Rim 619, yes, of course. 619, that's what it was, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. one of the things that was annoying <laughs> anyway. about the Loki thing is that the Disney Plus reveal, they talked about these shows before the movie came out. So, going into Endgame, I was like, I already know there's a Loki show. So, when I saw him take the test, I was like, oh, okay. Although, I mean, I liked it. I think I would have liked it a lot more if I didn't already know that there was going to be a show. Right. Because I feel oh, so I like... I guess I liked it, it the most. It was kind of like a spoiler. <laughs> did, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, similarly, there is another show that was announced, which is the Bucky and Falcon show. Yes. I don't know, some kind of buddy adventure show, maybe a comedy. I don't know. Maybe they're going to get on each other's nerves as they try to fill <laughs> Captain America's shoes. I, you get on my nerves. Yeah, it could be a good one. Yeah, um, there's also going to be some kind of Hawkeye show, whatever that really? is. Oh, I actually did not hear about the Hawkeye show. I knew about the other ones. Yeah, Hawkeye and uh, Kate Bishop, like I guess teaching like a protege. Kate Bishop. Uh, he's a, her protege in the comics. Oh, he's, so she's, sorry, she's his, his protege. Wait, 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 she is, wait, 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 she wait. has not been introduced in right. The, yeah, That's right. Wait, wait, there's going to be a Hawkeye show. Sorry, I missed that. There's That's correct. Be a Hawkeye show. Mm-hmm. And is 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 it Renner doing it? As far as I know. Oh, cool. As far as I know, it's all the same That's actors. That's good. I mean, That's very surprising. I mean, I feel like Jeremy Renner is, is like a big enough star that like, yeah. he doesn't need to do this. I you mean, know, like, or I, he mean, probably but, but, I wouldn't but, think that he would want to keep doing this forever. You know, TV like, is a different animal nowadays. And the truth it is, is... And it's also Disney, remember? It is. They bring out the big, big buckaroos. You know? um, there's also yeah. a show called WandaVision, which yes. I guess is the Scarlet Witch plus Vision somehow back. Not that we have seen it, so I have no idea how that's going to happen. Listen, these might be really good. I mean, I hope they are. Right. Like, well, here's something that's interesting about that. You know, before the TV and movie departments of Marvel were actually being managed differently. Kevin Feige was not in charge of the TV stuff. So right. all the Netflix stuff and the Marvel right, Agents of the, Shields and all that. All the, all the Netflix stuff and, and the other TV shows, like, were never really integrated all that well. Right into the main MCU. So these will Yeah, be. they sort of made half references. Yeah. Like, like half-hearted references to them, yeah. Right, they'll say, like, the incident, or, the, <laughs> you know, the, those folks with the capes. You know, yeah. that kind of stuff. <laughs> the big you know. green guy. Yes, yeah. exactly. Another another right. good example. Right. So... Well, they would say Battle of New York. They would, they would do things like that. But... They did. Mm. Did they even say that? I think... Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did in Netflix. And I, I'm, they, I'm almost positive they did they use that phrase, the Battle of New York? I don't think they did. They just say, like, you know, what the happened incident. in New York. I just feel like I've heard the incident yeah. over but, and over but again. didn't they in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I feel like... Oh, I that's saw, different. I, that one I they like did. the first episode of that. Yeah. Right, well, that one yeah. at least started by a direct continuation from the movies because they had Agent Coulson. Yeah. So, right, yes, right. that one I think did. But the Netflix ones didn't. So, all these shows are coming on, and so I, and I kind of figured, all right, well... Therefore, they'll probably get out of this movie alive in some way. Now, mm-hmm. that wasn't actually true about Vision, but you know there was the same problem with that, at least like with the Black Widow thing, where they said that supposedly there's going to be a movie because a director and screenwriter and people started getting cast. I was like, they they couldn't kill her off because of that, right? But now it well, seems they, like it's going to be some kind of prequel. Didn't announce the Black Widow movie, right? Yes, I didn't technically announce it. However, even though they. They did announce these other things, but they have not technically announced the movie, even though, like, clearly, like, it's going to happen. Yeah, like I said, because people have been hired to direct and write and star in. Right. So, 
Yeah, I mean, it might be a prequel. It might not be. I mean... What I've heard, the rumor, is that it will take place after the first Avengers movie, but otherwise it's not clear when it will take place. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, the, I do feel like that's that's when she... Um, when she, I, I mean, I know you're saying about this movie she did, but, but, but at the very least, comparatively, like I felt like she shined kind of the most mm-hmm. in the first Avengers movie. Again, again, maybe you can say this one as well, but I'm saying Black Widow's character, you know, um, well, I mean, she had some, she had some cool stuff, and you know, some cool Whedon lines in there. That I well, Whedon was... clearly had a good sense of how to use her in that movie, anyway. That's that's what I'm saying. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, she, I agree. She probably like she's kind of like at her peak in the Avengers. Um, I feel like she's she's pretty good in, in um, Captain America Winter Soldier also. She is. I agree. Um, but That's like true. Those, yeah, they do sh- those two movies really like kind of highlight her the most. And 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 she's so good. She's so good in the Avengers. Yeah, like, like I'm, I'm not even I'm not even talking about Scarlett Johansson really. I'm just talking yeah. about the way the character is written. I mean, obviously that adds to it. But I'm I'm just saying in terms of how well she's utilized. I mean, you're, you're right. right about you're right about Winter Soldier. There is a little bit of that. But but um but yeah. But but in the first one, I mean. Also, I mean, just just that scene where she's getting interrogated was just such a terrifically written scene. Yeah, yeah it's you know, just a fun. It's just fun. Yeah. You know, it's a fun yeah. scene. He's like, oh, Colton, what are you doing? I've got this guy telling me everything. No, no, <laughs> you're not saying telling everything. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I didn't give everything. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, apparently, so Yehuda's wife is uh, Russian, and apparently, she said she could not deal with that scene because the Russian is so bad. Oh, of course it is. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and she, so you know how Benji, that you're is, like, you're like a Song a of Ice and Fire nerd. She's like a Russian nerd. She oh, cannot yeah. watch movies with bad Russian in them. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just, that's sort of analogous to my thing, but okay. I mean, I considering the fact that like any time I've ever seen a character speak in Hebrew on a TV show, and it's been like awful. Like I, that doesn't surprise me at all. Unless they actually Wait, are Jeremy, Israeli. Jeremy, Jeremy, Reminds you of what was the what was the show we were watching in New York the Israeli show and and when the oh. when the when the that, that <laughs> when one actually to speak in English oh right really <laughs> trying to do the, the New York accent that oh no that amazing. was funny it was this Israeli show called the Baker and the Beauty uh, and it is it takes place in Israel so there there's some there's a point where there's supposedly someone the famous you know model or heiress is going to be you know, meeting this famous British actor. And his accent is really bad. It just no, like, no, it was like a Hollywood. Pro- it was like Hollywood oh no, no, the Hollywood producer. That That's was really bad because he's doing like a fake, terrible Jewish accent. <laughs> it's like what? Is, I guess just, that goes to show just because just because they're coming from Israel doesn't mean that they could do like the the American. Uh, the American Jewish accent. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Hello, hello, I'm a, I am American man. Jewish producer." <laughs> no, they were trying. They were trying an accent. They were, but it was, it was bad. But, but maybe that's how we sound when we do an Israeli accent. So well, whatever. some Israeli actors actually can do American accents well. Uh, <laughs> there's an actress on Jane the Virgin, uh, Yah Groblas, who basically you wouldn't have necessarily have guessed that she wasn't American. Oh, yeah. She plays, um, uh, what's the character's name? Petra. Petra, yes. Right. Um, and the, on the Lucifer show that just came out on Netflix, there's a, an actress named Inbar Lavi, who's also Israeli, and she just sounds American also. But in the case here, though, I feel like, you know, that's like, you know, incidental. 
Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Back to our topic. <laughs> anyway. The, Sorry, that so was the my Black bad. Widow, the Black Widow movie, right? That's what we were talking about? Yeah. So Future Black Widow movie. I think that in Endgame, there's a lot of focus on her in many points. You know, the, the, they really give her a chance. Uh, and really they do this with all the original Avengers to have like emotional through lines. You know, they have like scene, like they have like arcs. They have, you know, moments of like breaking of joy. It's like a whole, like basically all the original Avengers have an arc in this movie. So, you know, um, Jeremy, so, I'm going to I'm gonna actually disagree with you on that one. Really? I kind of feel like Black Widow didn't get an, enough of, of, like, an arc. Well, she didn't get enough what, enough of a focus. Like, what what she deserved as, like, one of the six original Avengers, wait, you know, um, that, that most of the others did. So, sorry to interrupt, but maybe, maybe let's, maybe let's, uh, <laughs> maybe let's, like, formalize it a little bit where we just, like, go around, say, say, like, our, like, um, favorite parts and not favorite parts because that 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 that's included in a in um you know in our general impressions of the movie i don't know okay all right yeah. cool yeah we can come back to it yeah yeah because because I, yeah, I feel like we should go through the different characters and things like that yeah all right benj what are your favorite parts oh me i didn't see it no i'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> parts oh oh okay so number one thing was thor mm -hmm. i mean that was just terrific i think yeah. um I, I think everything about from from uh chris hemsworth's just like just really showing up as he has been for the past like like i guess since thor ragnarok um you know and really being able to kind of seamlessly transition into this character like he doesn't like he doesn't like it makes it makes sense like or at least he he does it well. Where where you know just from the acting perspective, like I I buy it that he's even though he's yeah. been written differently that, he, that he's doing it. It also kind of makes sense narratively because he's sort of been disillusioned in, in a number of ways. So it kind of makes sense that he kind of has this like sense of humor now. That's true. And um, Thor plays three different parts of himself in this movie. He play you know at the beginning he's playing like you know the like the bulked up guy mm -hmm. who is like right. you know furious at not being able to stop Thanos. Then right. he's like the you know traumatized one actor and then when they go mm -hmm. back in time they have the one after the avengers where he like shocks tony back from his heart attack and he's like i didn't, really didn't think that was going to work yeah. <laughs> yeah no so so he's been so so he's been so so that like as i say he's been doing it well like as like you know it's been written well and like and i also like it it's it, like it, it's it's just it's it's very refreshing to 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 see that and then this whole thing of him like of him like now joining the uh, Asgardians of the Galaxy, like that's actually perfect. It's really like, great. That, that, yeah. that, that's yeah. such a, and it's an unexpected thing, but it's kind of like, but it actually also has made sense narratively too. It's not just like a total shock. It's like oh, you know, and he's like, because you wouldn't think of him as some like space, you know, spaceship guy, which which makes it which makes it perfect. Um, but um, also he really pulled off the Lebowski thing like really well. Like I mean, I know some of that had to do with costuming. And stuff, but he but he just like it did. He 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 like he he like got into it, and so okay. I let me let me yeah. ask you something, Benji. Do yeah. you think they were like intentionally referencing the Big Lebowski? Yes. I well I don't because well, I think the answer is yes. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, so, so I noticed it right away. Now I, I don't know if it may have like happened. Like maybe they, when they started like doing it and designing how he would look, like maybe they didn't first think of that. And then as they started doing it, like, oh wait, what if we just make this like Lebowski? And so even before Tony Stark said the Lebowski thing, I was like, oh yeah, that's obviously what what they're doing here, <laughs> yeah. which is great. And they, and I think they also had a little reference where I don't remember where it was, but they were like on top of some cliff somewhere, and I'm pretty sure it was a reference to to when they're like oh the funeral. Um, it does look Don, a little bit like right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His outfit and his sunglasses it did look very similar. You're right. Uh, yeah. It is, Although one of the weird things about, I mean, this is just true for movies in general, but in Jeff Daniels played, you know, the dude, and he was the villain in the first right. Iron Man movie. Right. Right. So, who who yeah. plays Lebowski? Yeah. Right? yeah. No, but, but, who but played also, the dude in the Marvel Cinematic Universe version of a Big Lebowski? <laughs> was it no, Jeff I, Daniels, I, I and he just happens to weirdly I, look like this Jeff one Spider Man? <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Bridges, not Jeff Daniels. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, no, but but uh, no, but 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 uh, but but I think but it's also like such a it's such like uh, it, it's like it's such a like um a cool sort of like I don't want to say intuitive but it's just like like because he has like the long hair and the beard that's such a great like <laughs> just transition into like making him look like that is just pretty genius you know so it's um um yeah so so I I like that and then you know I I overall I liked. Overall, I, I, I like the movie, and I thought they um, they wrapped it up well. I mean, as I said about the Russo brothers in general, um, they're just really, really good at, like, editing. Like, to keep up the pace with all those characters, that's not an easy thing to do. And they somehow, I think, do it. Um, they're not, like, my favorite filmmakers ever, but, like, I do, I do like how all the editing or cutting happens. I mean by editing in terms of, like, knowing where to cut and, like, the story. Mm -hmm. Um... um so I mean I don't know if there was much. I'm trying to think if there if there was anything that I thought like could have changed around. Oh oh, the beginning was really really. I thought the thing with uh with Hawkeye they did really well. You yeah. know with him just suddenly losing his family and they oh, and and yeah, yeah and then yeah. also the whole yeah. thing with with Tony Stark and his and that had a lot to do with I think Robert Downey Jr. But like but like his whole thing and his like family life and his like his sedentary life and with his kid and all that stuff I thought was was um was really well done. Um. I will say comparatively to um, – to, and Jeremy, I've told you this before – comparatively to uh, Infinity War, ultimately I liked Infinity War better because I guess – spoilers, you know, this is past it. <laughs> um, like I, I kind of – like I, I thought it was just, you know, like uh, – I, I thought it was, you know, like um, like pretty cutting edge for them to just like do the whole thing of like – of making Thanos the uh, the uh, protagonist and like making it dark mm -hmm. like that. I thought it was like a you know pretty ballsy move. Um, but they couldn't have done it with this movie, you know. They they couldn't have like, um, you know, they had to wrap it up in this way. They couldn't they couldn't have just made Thanos win again. That wouldn't have made sense. So so I thought this was well done. I mean, mm -hmm. I, overall, I liked it. Okay, well, yeah, I think that's a good point. I mean, I remember after the movie, I said to Yehuda, "Did you ever imagine caring so much about the stuff that happened in Thor two? Because that's where they flash back to." Right. Where they go to Asgard, oh, that's right. yeah. and he said, "Yeah, no, I really didn't." That, that was good too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that whole thing and that scene where he's <laughs> trying to explain the history, and everyone's like, "Oh God, this is so embarrassing," except for Paul Rudd, who's like, "Yeah, oh wow, oh. what a story." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. that, and that so, was a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, sorry, Jeremy, you're. you're 
giving your your favorite. No, favorite no, parts. Yeah. Uh, Sam, go ahead. Okay. Um, so I mean, I definitely agree with Benji. Um, like everything with with Thor was great. It's fantastic. Um, I mean, I thought overall, the, I really liked the movie a lot. I thought it was very satisfying on an emotional level. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually thought it was better than Infinity War because Infinity War is is while it it is like an impressive piece of storytelling it's it's mostly just a lot of action it's almost like non-stop action and there's there's not so much of the more like character stuff um that this movie has a lot of so i kind of felt like this this movie mm-hmm. was more like meaningful than than infinity war um, not only that yeah. sam but i also think that the action in endgame is far superior to infinity war yes i think I agree with that. I think I think the choreography is better. The mm-hmm. you know the action scenes are a little more coherent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so like I I mean, and it's probably because they just had more time to do it, because like they filmed the two movies at the same time. But you know, obviously because um, and then they did some research because this one came out yeah. a year later that gave them the opportunity to to really like refine it a lot. That's more. true. Um, other things I liked. I mean, obviously, like the big, the obvious things, like Captain America wielding Thor's hammer, like yeah. that was amazing. Yeah, that was the really Mjolnir. It, yeah, that was it, awesome. It felt it was actually like almost identical to that scene from from The Force Awakens with the lightsaber, where like you think the lightsaber is gonna go to um like to Luke, Finn, and like instead or, it goes to Rey. Yeah. Um, and it was, I mean, like that was that was cool, but also like you kind of like knew, or at least like. I guess, like, some people were like, well, of course Captain America's going to wield Thor's hammer. But, like, I... And, and they had, like, even hinted at it way, way back in Age of Ultron. Yeah. You know, but, like... But even what was so... the hint again? All right, so here's the specifics of that. Oh, sorry, let, 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 Sam, let Sam finish, because I actually yeah. don't want to... <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, like, there's just... There's a scene in, in Ultron where, like, all the different Avengers are trying to lift Thor's hammer, and, like, none of them can move it. And then, like, Steve Rogers, like... It starts it to, a little. it like squeaks, and then Thor is it, like, whoa. It, it, like, it like wiggles, and Thor is like, what? You know, and then like, he doesn't actually pick it up, but like, it kind of hints that like, maybe he could. Um, right. So just, let me just give this part of the follow-up to that. Because um, right. I listened to this interview from a few years ago with Joss Whedon, and people were asking him questions. And someone asks, how come Captain America wasn't able to wield Mjolnir? And he says, oh, he wasn't? um and then uh, so uh, then kevin feige and the russo brothers have both said that their perspective is cap could move the hammer it just once he realized he could he stopped he chose not to because he's like oh i don't want to i don't want to embarrass thor in that moment that makes so much sense Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, i like that i really like that a lot and it was i mean like that moment is just like so amazing and like the other like obvious stuff um like you know when when everybody's coming through the portals and like you know that he's gonna say avengers assemble Mm -hmm. but he says it and it's it's just like yeah you know like um i actually there was one moment that i missed and i only found out about afterwards which is also like right when everyone's like coming back and they're Uh coming through the portals um and like the first thing you hear is Is on your left yeah and he says on your left i so i missed that when i was watching the movie Ah. i didn't hear that line but then when I heard about it afterwards, that that's what he said. I was like, of course, because that references back to Civil War. 
No, well, that's uh, right. Winter Soldier. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Winter Soldier. That's right. Reverence yeah. back to Winter Soldier. And it's like, and there's so many things in this movie. Like, obviously, the flashbacks to the particular movies. Um, right. You know, but also, like, even the things that aren't flashbacks, but are just, like, little hints at things from earlier movies. Right, like the, the elevator scene. Like, the, oh, my God. The yeah, that was, that was good. That, that was yeah. so brilliant. That's got that got such a great reaction when Everything I saw it. Everything about that was so brilliant. When he like, walks onto the elevator and you see, and then like you see, it's all the same actors. It's and all the, the same yeah. actors. From yeah, and like and then and the like, huge laugh when he after Hail Hydra and he just walks out right with the suitcase. And it's so <laughs> smart. It's so brilliant. Oh oh my god, that was that was yeah, that, that was, was a, good. A terrific. Really like a lot of this stuff with with Steve Rogers when he was doing the time traveling, like when he faces off against himself. You know, because then they get to reference back to the, like, I can do this all day. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> 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 like rolls his eyes at himself. It's, it's yeah. so brilliant. Yeah. Well, yeah, and yeah. also, I don't know if you know this, but, you know, Cap actually curses quite a bit in this movie. And, you know, that's kind of like an interesting kind of thing, because he never doesn't seem like Captain America. But in a lot of ways, it's almost like he's more understanding of what is and isn't, like, moral. Like, he was sort of like a stick in the mud in some ways. Right. But now it's like, who cares about that? That's yeah. just not what makes you a good or a bad person. Yeah, but all, all of that stuff with, with Captain America was, was so, so good. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, like, I, I just really love the way that this movie was, in some ways, just like a love letter to, like, the entire MCU. Mm. Yeah, you know, definitely like, was that, like, yeah. A million, all the, the cameos, like insane cameos like they got they got um uh robert redford robert redford renee russo tilda swinton mm-hmm. um god who else is in this movie like like so there were so many they brought back um all those people from you know like like i forget the, the character's name but frank grillo um who was like the bad guy in winter soldier um, Frank Grillo is uh, oh, oh. is actually the actor's name. The actor's name. Run, Runlow is the right, right, Runlow. And they brought back um, Agent Sitwell. Yep, they um, did. They, uh, there was the guy so, who plays Jarvis in the Agent Jarvis, Carter yes, show. The guy who plays Jarvis in the TV show who wasn't even in any of the movies. That's right. But they like brought him into this movie. Um, the guy who plays Jarvis in, in um, Agent Carter, the TV show. That's right. And the best cameo of all, Howard the Duck. <laughs> he was there. I missed it the first time, and I heard like. Do they have? Did they, did they have the collection? No. Well, I don't think and so. Just, I, he doesn't seem like a fighter to me. I, I I was about to say I was glad to see Ronan, but he was in Captain Marvel. That's, yeah, that's they right. brought back John Favreau as as Happy. Yes, um, they did. They brought back. I mean, like it was. It's crazy. It was. It was crazy how many people they got to like come back and appear in this movie. Natalie Portman technically did not like reshoot any scenes but i think she did like voice work or something that's correct that's what she uh, did and like it's just like the level of detail and the really like the the level of of dedication that they had to like trying to like to like just pay off every single little thing from like the whole like past history of, of the marvel universe was like was so so beautiful and so satisfying to me, and I, I really really appreciated that. Yeah. Did was this was this Stan Lee's uh, final cameo? As far as we know, that is what uh, Kevin Feige said. All right. I mean, that's a that's a good 
It's a good, good one, final, showing him as as the '70s guy. Although I also really love the Spider Verse one that he did. That was uh, that was nice. What did he do in that one? Yeah, what was what was his? He plays one? kind of like he, uh, he's he's like a comic book owner, and he sells right. uh, Miles the costume, and he says oh, right. it always fits eventually, and then he points right. to a sign that says no refunds. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was great. Which is uh, great. We should we should do a podcast about that movie. That one's so good. It's an amazing movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I wish that was in the MCU somehow. They incorporated it. Yeah. Well, it is it is the best non MCU comic book movie other than The Dark Knight. Um. So so those are all the things that I liked. Um. There were a few things I didn't like as much about this movie. Um. One of the things was was actually what we were talking about a little bit before with Black Widow. I kind of wish that she had. I mean, like, I know she was, like, prominent and whatever, but, like, I kind of wish she had had, like, a little bit more to do in this movie than what she had, and that they kind of gave her a, a journey, like, the way that, that, like, Captain America and Iron Man, you know, really, and Thor, you know, really got, like, to be, like, they got, like, whole growth stories about their characters that, that she didn't quite get. Um, that kind of infamous scene at the end with, Oh, Captain Marvel. Can we talk about Captain Marvel for a second? Okay. She was barely in this movie. Yeah. And, like, it really felt like her presence was kind of unnecessary. Yeah. Like, they were I like, agree. oh, Captain Marvel, she's going to save the universe. And then, like, she shows up and she, like, does some important things, but, like, <coughs> she's, like, barely in it. Yeah. I agree with you because I was pretty – because I was pretty pumped for – well, first of all, because that was the whole thing that they were, that they were sort of, like, tipping off at the end of – um at the end of Infinity War, that, like, yeah. that Captain Marvel, Marvel is going to tip the balance. And I guess she sort of did when she came, you know, when she arrived in the battle, she was crucial in the battle, but it wasn't, it wasn't anywhere near of, like, the, the, the buildup. And and I really liked Captain Marvel movie. Yeah, like, apparently like, it was yeah. filmed after. Yes, right. yes, and I heard game. that. She, she filmed this before she did the, the solo movie. Yeah, she actually so. said that she felt like she didn't really have a good sense of the character until right. the Captain Marvel movie. Right, yeah. right. Um, even so, there were I would say there were two moments I did like with Captain Marvel. Uh, one with her Peter Parker interaction. I like that one. Where, she's, where she says, like, Hi, I'm Peter Parker. Like, hey, Peter Parker, you got something for me? I like that one. Yeah. I could see him. There's like some personality there. I also liked when Thanos headbutts her and she doesn't do a move. And like she like smirks at him. I like that one too. Right. Yeah. No, that was cool. But what I wanted to bring up was the one thing that I didn't like was um, the scene where like Captain Marvel has the Infinity Gauntlet and they're like, oh, how are you gonna get it to over there or whatever? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I have some help. And then like you see That's all the like not exactly what happens. But you're I, close. I know. I whatever. I only saw the movie once, Jerry. Um, <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but but like. Like, you see, like, all of the women of the Marvel Universe, essentially, except for the ones who are de currently dead. Um, right. And, like, it was supposed to be this big moment of, like, girl power, except I really felt like it wasn't earned because, like, the female characters to that point had really been kind of sidelined. And, like, it almost felt like the, the filmmakers were, like, bragging, like, look at all these awesome women that we yeah. have in our movie. But, like... But, like, you really didn't. Like, you really didn't have these people in your movie until just now, you know? So, like, that that felt like a little... And, yeah, it, and it wasn't necessarily about them. That's, in fact, I mean, if you, if you, if you want to if you, if you uh, put a finer point on it, I mean, 
the movie was kind of about like uh, different guys being like dads and husbands. Yes. <laughs> in yeah, a, in yes. a lot of ways, which yeah. I think, which, which yeah, is, there's a lot of father daughter stuff in it. That's yeah, for sure, which though. they did well. Yeah, yeah. What about yeah, Grimora? Yeah. What about what about Nebula? Other other than Nebula, the Nebula other was than like Nebula, Nebula right. was Nebula was they like did stuff. the yeah. clearly yeah. the she one was, female yeah. character who really was like central in this movie. But I do want to say on the positive side, seeing Valkyrie flying around on a fucking Pegasus <laughs> was amazing. <laughs> yes. Like, it was. she's just, like, zipping around, just, like, kicking ass, like, like, just, just, like, it was just awesome. Oh, they did have, I guess also, my point before, um, I guess there was, like, there, there, there was, like, the, the mother-son stuff, though, too, because there was Thor, because they didn't have, uh, Anthony Popkins, uh, Anthony Hopkins in, uh, um, right? not, no, they did not have Anthony Popkins. <laughs> Anthony Popkins. No, 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 no one's gonna get that joke. Yeah, Mary no. Poppins wasn't in this movie. No, that's true too. But... No, it's we're talking about a Peter Serafinovich uh, video that, that yes. Jeremy and I <laughs> watched. That. Hey, he's it's okay. okay. He he plays a character in the MCU, so it counts. No, right. well, so, but unfortunately, he wasn't in this one. No, same, well, the Ragnarok had, already kind Anthony of resolved. That's, what, that's the yeah. reason that Anthony Hopkins wasn't in this movie was because he really kind of had his own send off already. Yeah, in Ragnarok. In, in, in Thor Ragnarok. You know, like well, it, yeah. it would have felt like kind of weird to bring him back after that. Well, I know I'm I'm just saying to balance that. Obviously, there was this big like family theme sort of thing going going on, um, and I guess they already addressed it with a quill. You know, they um, so maybe they just felt like they didn't need to for um for this movie. But anyway, yeah, no, no. no but back, back to your point, Sam. I, I was I was just saying like I like I kind of agree with you. I think I mean I think Captain Marvel obviously. You know, and then and then with this with this movie in particular, they could have had more. But you know, maybe uh, Black Widow. Will uh, will uh, be better um, in that well, regard. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. I my my issue... I, I should say I haven't seen Cap- the Captain Marvel movie yet. I'm I'm certainly planning to see it. I heard it's good. So, yeah, I like, think you'll like it. You I, know, I really think you'll like it. I I'm I have nothing against her character, and I'm I'm excited to see that movie. But I just didn't really like the treatment of her in this movie, yeah. considering no, like how how prominent she should have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. I guess my issue with the girl power moment was the timing and like how it felt inorganic because like this as a counterpoint, the first two times I saw the movie, you know, there were pretty decent crowds. And when they first showed up, she says she'll have help. And then all these people show up. There's like huge cheers at that point. Mm-hmm. But yeah. my issue was then like, you see, then Mantis walks on, and then there's Gamora and Nebula, and it's like it felt like staggered, like yeah. no, like it wasn't organic, like you know that they were all there to help out, and also, mm-hmm. why did Captain Marvel need help? She didn't need help, right? You know, I mean, she just broke through the entire you know ship. She's gonna be fine going through the entire right. army, right? 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 I mean, I did, I did like when Captain Marvel went head-to-head with Thanos and, like, basically fought him to a draw. And, like, the only way he beat her was by actually, like, pulling the Power Stone out of the gauntlet. Yeah, that's right. Which which was also, like, very cool. Like, just, I don't know. I I mean, like, a lot of that action was, was, like, really nicely done and and, and just really Mm -hmm. good. But I, I did have those those quibbles. Those are my main quibbles, is you know having to do with like like the female characters, mm-hmm. I would say. And also one other thing is is um, while I really really enjoyed seeing Professor Hulk, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you know, like like Bruce Banner as Hulk and like having like synthesized the two aspects of his persona. And I and I while I do see that like there is a whole like growth and arc and progression of the Bruce Banner Hulk character from the it wasn't as good as Eric movies, like, all throughout. Like, <laughs> Sorry, like seeing, seeing, seeing the development of his character throughout the movies was very satisfying. But that being said, in this movie, the sudden like five year transition, like from like him being like Banner with like Hulk refusing to come out to all of the sudden we seeing him like just being Hulk yeah. was like very sudden and yeah. it felt like a little bit cheap. Like, I, I agree. Should have I should have been able to see a... a little bit, at least, of like that that process. Because like a lot of a lot of that's a that's a big change, and the movie just like skips right over it. It just skips uh-huh. to the end. Hard so, disagree, so I, but I understand. Yeah, I, no, I, no, I, I, like I, I agree with. Stand. I would have liked to see. Yeah, I've heard that complaint that that shows us a little bit about like how he got from point A to point B. You know, I don't well, know. It made well, sense to me the it, way they built it, it up. Explained. They built it up in, but they built it. I think. Well, to to, to your point, War. Sam. They yeah, they were, so that was such a whole. That was the whole thing. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, they didn't. And then, they didn't, and then that was yeah. the thing that there was like, there really wasn't a payoff. That was that was right. one thing that exactly. was kind of. It. I mean, like it felt to me like like it was left hanging, because mm-hmm. we didn't get to see where it went. We just saw the end result. Uh, I don't know. It feels like you know you have to figure out where you're going to be spending time in the movie. And I think that trying to do something like that, how would you do it? You know, how, where would you have the well, time? Well, they didn't spent? need to spend all that time with his like hilarious little antic with in the diner, which was sort of funny. But I'm saying is like that could have been time spent for something for Hulk. He so talks. That's, that's when he talks about it. Like how okay. he how he right. reckons he also spends, he also But listen, yeah. listen to what you just said, Jeremy. He talks about it, right? Yeah. That's right. telling, not showing. Right. Zing. Gotcha. Jeremy. But I think that part of that is. What you're seeing is his interactions with these kids is because he's become like a sort of figure, like if you know, a figure that's no, but, like. But a, I mean, I get it. The, like you see, you yeah. see what he's become. But I would have liked to see a little bit of how he got there. Right. Like, what was the thing he he discovered? Again, yeah, he sort of talked about it. It was just like because 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 they really built it up in Infinity War that like that like there was something going on internally that he needed to like work out. And I mean, is is what he, I mean? He worked out that he just became himself. Or whatever. I mean, it, it wasn't. All right, so maybe I'm like sort of between the, the the two of you. I actually I'm more to the Sam side in this, <laughs> but but like but like they did they did sort of show like a little bit of like he was like oh I came to terms with just being both. But yeah, I think I think they could have done more with that. But whatever. well, how would they have done it differently? How should they have done it? Differently? They could have had a flashback. They could have you know flashback. Hmm. The whole thing was a flashback kind of. Right? I, so like it yeah. really wasn't. Though. It would have been very difficult for them just based on how they chose to structure it. Um, so I, I like I understand right. why they didn't, yeah. but it still it felt like in Infinity War they were suggesting mm-hmm. somewhere that the story was going, and then like we didn't we didn't get to see like how that got resolved. We only got to see yeah. that that it was resolved at some point later on. Yeah, I guess I, guess, I just don't see this as like a major problem it's, because well, it's not major, but 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 if we're looking, but if we're looking at like the things that we think could have been, I, I think if there are standout things that like didn't have a payoff, they sort of built up. It was the Captain Marvel thing and yeah. the Bruce Banner like, transition. Like, I, I I yeah, you know, I mean, I I understand because of the way they chose to structure it, it it, it would have been very hard for them to to actually show us that. But like that that was something. That that I felt I felt like from Infinity War kind of like got dropped a little bit 
in this movie. Okay. Yeah. So, Jeremy, what about you? All right. Well, I've, I've been writing down oh, a couple. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. I have I have one more thing. Yeah. Which is that before before we get to you, Jeremy, I apologize. Um, one other thing that I was a little disappointed about was that like they didn't do a good job of showing the consequences of half of all people disappearing. Really? And mm. and then when everyone came back, they certainly didn't even like come close to addressing how that would all work with everyone coming back after being gone for five years and still being the same age and everybody else being five years older and like Yeah, they definitely would be. It's, lived, it's what lived it's life a for five more years and like logistical nightmare like, for sure. Right. Well I mean like logistical just in terms of like feeding and clothing them. But like even even aside from that, just like getting back into their relationships from people who like moved on five years ago. Yeah. It, like Well we know or, like, there's gonna be something like, like that. Who, who like or like like children who like grew up without their parents or parents who like moved on without their children or you know like like sure like for example with anthony russo at the beginning of the movie how he's talking about how he moved on from yeah. his yeah. husband right. and he just started dating someone recently yeah. yeah and like just like a couple like a few days later you know his husband's gonna come back it's gonna be like oh this is awkward so so yeah. yeah imagine that except imagine if instead of him just like starting to date someone else imagine if he married someone else which i'm sure happened Right, that would be awkward, and you know the movie. The movie just kind of decided not to even like. Well, there's no reason for the movie to get into that at this point, you know. Right, but you just but, show okay. you show snippets. Like, that's like they... the kind of thing that follow-up movies right. make more sense to right. get into. So, so I understand why they didn't get into that, but I I do feel like they didn't. Other than showing the big like you know like memorial for all the people who died, like yeah. they didn't do a good job of showing like how the world was impacted by all those people disappearing. I don't know that I agree. I mean, I don't I, agree. I, I mean, I, I know what you're saying, Sam. It's just like, they did spend some time. And again, it's like, they how showed much how, time... how the main characters, how the protagonists were impacted, but just like showing like regular like people. Other... Yeah. The little... They did. Yeah. When Scott Lang is in San Francisco, he's like going through this neighborhood and it's all like, you know, all messed up. They're like cars with missing wheels. And they go to the, yeah. a, like the, the, the sort of like, um, uh, you know, Thanos Anonymous group or whatever they go to. Yeah, you know, I, mean, the... I mean, they didn't 100% ignore it, but I kind of felt like they, it felt like they glossed over well, it. Well, I, I, will, I, I will say, and, and Jeremy, I, I don't mean to, to, to keep uh, interrupting or what you're going to say, but, but I will also mention this, that, that like, by and large, this was an issue that I had with it, but like, I would say, in terms of just me talking to like random people and, and or, or or different people I know or friends or whatever um, about about the movie, the main complaint I've heard from people is their use of the time travel stuff, which I didn't have an issue with. But it is interesting that like that's like something that that, that people have sort of nitpicked about, which I find sort of fascinating. Oh, I have um, I have a lot to say about the time travel, but. That's in defense, in defense of the time travel. All right. So well, we can we can wait on that. Yeah. I'm I'm I, we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to hear it, Jeremy. I would I, I I Jeremy, I'm sorry. I I, I want to give you the chance to you know. To All say right. Well, <laughs> there's a couple of things here. So of course, uh, I really thought, you know, this, like the Hulk was very entertaining. He was very funny, in this movie, but he was also very good in other places. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, in general, I just thought he was really funny. Like. When he's like joking to Paul Rudd about time travel, and she's like, uh, "You are joking, right? I don't know. This is time travel. Either nothing is a joke or everything is." 
And then when he comes back after like, you know, pissing his pants, he's like, time travel. Just yells out time travel with a big <laughs> smile. It's like, I just think that this is absolute win, which is, by the way, turned into a big meme now. Uh, and that was great. You know, his ridiculous dabbing thing. That was funny. And I also like when they go back in time and they see old Hulk smashing things and he just like puts his like, he goes, oh, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then and then no, it's like, like he like half-heartedly like punches a car. Right. No, that was yeah. great. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. He <laughs> says, um. He's like, oh, he's like, well, you maybe you can smash things. He's like, oh, I think it's kind of gratuitous. And the thing is, they with the old Hulk, they like kind of overdub his voice and everything. But here, his Mark Ruffalo is like, rug, <laughs> just like, Ugh. Um, so that's one thing. Uh, another thing that I really liked is that unlike a lot of the movies in the MCU and comic book movies in general, it feels like there are real consequences here, you know, and they stuck to their guns about it, at least for now, yeah. you know. You know, Iron Man is dead. Vision's still dead. You know, Captain America is older. He can no longer be the Captain America anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah. the world has changed. If they had just, like, reversed time and it was all the same, that wouldn't have felt... That would have felt cheap. But the fact that can it's I, five actually, years later... Can I ask you something on the subject of consequences? Yeah. When they first approach Iron Man and ask him to help them with the time travel thing, and he's yes. like, oh, no, I can't, you know, like I, I, ha- like I have a life, I have a wife, a daughter, whatever, I can't risk it. Like, yes. at first we think what he means is, like, I don't want to fuck with the timeline because I don't want to, like, disappear this future where I have a family. But, like, then yes. it becomes clear that that can't be what he means because that's not how time travel works in this universe. So is the implication then that he's, like, just not willing to risk his life? Because of his no, family? not his life, his family's life. Because he's worried, like, you know, what hap- You know, what happens if something gets screwed up? You know, who knows? Like, for example, Thanos that comes forward and, you know, they have to prevent him from destroying the universe. You know, that could easily be screwing up the present. Okay. Okay. All right. I guess. I'll buy that. Although that seems like a little bit of a stretch to me. But, well, but yeah, I, but I mean, I mean he I, says to Cap, you know, you know get back what we lost. Antipa- anticipate Great. something crazy like Thanos from the past jumping forward to the future. Oh, I don't think that's what they were anticipating. It was just like things can go wrong. Right. And he's like, he, he are, and that's like the unintended consequence. He's just not sure. That's why he says to Cap, you know, get back what we lost. You know, great if we can. Keep what, I, what, we, what we have. That's the priority. Right. And maybe not die in the process, which is interesting right. that it was those two saying that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's, I think that okay, was... Okay, the implication you're saying is just that, like, you don't know what's going to happen. Something crazy could result and like, the whole, like, like you know, the other half of the world could be destroyed or, I don't know, yeah. something. Right. Okay, um, I, I guess. Okay, I get it. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll accept um, that. When I, when I went to see... The, the first screening, like the the first advanced one, when they said five years, like people just like gasped at that yeah. year's thing. Yeah. That was great. Uh, that was good. I like that they did that. Uh, another thing I really liked was, and you would have said it was actually based off of the comic shot, is when the entire army shows up. You know, and, and Thor and Iron Man are like down for the count, and Iron Man with his broken shield stands up against the entire army and it's like it's a beautiful shot yeah and it's like wow yeah. you know this is like and that's one of the reasons why it feels okay about his ending because this is a case right. where he's like i'm going to just i know this is the end but i'm going to sacrifice myself for the world even though that's not going to make any difference and so like that's why his final 
choice of being selfish for the first time in his life feels okay. Because that's what something yeah. I said to Yehuda, yeah. which is like, he's like, I feel a little weird about Iron Man sacrificing myself. And I said, think about it this way, what the movie is doing. The most selfless, selfish character in the entire MCU, which is Iron Man, could, you know, does the most selfless act. Yeah. And Captain America, the most selfless man, does the selfish thing for the first time in his life. Yeah. Of course, yeah. he does it. I, I, he does I, it after everything is fine. That people yeah. had about about Captain America's choice, and they're like, oh, it's not in character, and whatever, blah blah yeah. blah. And like, and my response oh, no. to that they is, like, it no, up. like, he earns this. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Like, like I. I thought yeah, it, and it's I not like total sense for him to for yeah. him to do that and show up there. Like I, I don't know, it, it worked for me. It's not like he stayed in the past before they stopped Thanos. You know, when he first like sees Peggy when they're going back in time, he's like stricken. He doesn't stay there. That would be out of character. Right. So that's another thing. Um, uh, one of the big like moments where I just like grinned was when they go to Avengers and they just show 2012, I'm like, yes, I see yeah. exactly where this yeah, is going, yeah, yeah. and I love it. Yeah. I was like, really, like, yeah, this is this is such a great choice. Um, they I mean, showing the actual year, and I was like, yeah, I really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> so, now, one of the things we already mentioned, like, you know, how great, like, Nebula is in it, like, uh, Karen Gillum, you know, just as among many act, great acting, you know, sh- like, that one scene where past Nebula, it's, you know, they're saying... You, know, you you can change, and she's like crying and says, "He won't let me." Yeah, and it's like it's kind of like heartbreaking because she really believes that she she really and the Nebula role could have I mean that could have easily been a role that sort of in some sense it is like sort of overlooked, but that could that could be a role that that, that very easily gets like sort of like doesn't shine or anything like that. And I think she, I mean again I think I think I think this case does have a lot to do with acting. I mean she she really. I think consistently has been really good as Nebula because also it's not a very like like sort of like you know over the top flashy fiery role you know it's mm-hmm. it's a it's like a um, it's a kind of understated role in a lot of ways um, yeah. and they they do a good job and also because you know you can see her sort of rivalry not her sort of she has a rivalry with with Gamora but she's yeah. she's kind of robotic too <laughs> so it's like, right so it's well they address both, as well. yeah. both of those things actually yeah. which is kind of great where they have both the the Gamora thing where it, where they show like where are where's you now and they have Gamora save Nebula reaches out to like lift her up and she just smacks her hand away as opposed mm-hmm. to future Nebula who when right. Gamora reaches out come on we can go stop him she she like grabs her arm yeah. to be helped to be helped up and it's yeah. like that's a really great visual indication of her growth of this character. Well, it's Which even it's a, even like I mean it's the same thing with Thanos too. Like like Thanos was different. The the Thanos who had achieved his goal was oh, yeah. different than than the one before, which was kind of interesting well, to see. Yeah, I'll get yeah. to that one in a second. Okay. But yeah, the so that was nice, and also like the whole robot thing. Like she kind of commiserates with Rhodey about how they're both kind of you know handicapped in a different way. They mm-hmm. both have to you know they have supplements, and they said, and he's like, yeah. I wasn't always this way too, but you work with what you've got. Yeah, it's a great, that's a great thing, you know, yeah. to say. And like that's another thing, like even with the Thor thing, I really appreciated how at the end of the movie, he was still out of shape, but he still was, you know, he kicked ass. He was still worthy, which they make mm-hmm. that point. And I was like, I like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I appreciated that. Now, in terms of the Thanos thing, one of the things I really liked is that unlike a lot of these think pieces, this movie was very clearly saying 
no, Thanos was not right. Right. You know, and right. in fact, yeah. when as soon as he thinks like, oh man, I lost, I didn't, I'm like, I might have screwed up in some way. I'm, well, screw, I'm just gonna remake the universe because he's yeah. just a petulant, he's like petulant, selfish no, asshole. No, no, you're you're right. I totally agree. Like, he just sort of reveals who he was and how he's just like, I'm gonna enjoy like destroying this planet. Like you just you just get yeah, like it's sort of they did a good job of sort of stripping away like no, you know, he, he's not just this like you know tortured you know tortured philosopher soul, soul or, no. or, or or philosopher that you could do it'd be like he actually he actually you know wants things to go his way to a <laughs> to a extremely murderous degree and yeah. and you know um and and just doesn't like anything going in his way and 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 yeah no you're totally right right it was I, just always it was I always really a radical love that the movie found a way to sort of bring him back and have him be like the antagonist again and right. and just like you know okay we're gonna get another shot at this but like we're gonna have to like do it right this time and it, you know it's the same but it's different you know like i mean it just just the, the way they strike and, and also just like just the mere fact of like the the complete chaos of like fucking with the timeline mm-hmm. where like oh my god like now thanos is in the future i mean which is the present and like you <laughs> yeah know, well and, like like their plan went like was completely shot to hell you know and like in ways that were really surprising i thought like it was it, the it was really a clever script mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and well, even even and i still you know i still agree with all that even though i was saying how i liked how they made him this like protagonist in the first yeah. movie like it doesn't mean he's you know doesn't mean that they should show him as justified or whatever. In fact, that's why the impact is even better. You know, when you just show like, no, this is this is him all along. It's his whole thing. <laughs> you know, he's he's just he's just a horrific, horrific being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. so anyway, the the other thing is, and I know you were saying you had some complaints about Black Widow in it, but I mean, I really liked a lot of what they did with her. I thought like ScarJo was really phenomenal in this movie. Scarlet. Yeah, like in the beginning, so like when you see her like in the original five years ago, like she still has like her bleached blonde look. Right. And when you do the five-year jump, you see that she's got like, her roots have, have started to really come back, you know, and that the blonde is sort of only at the end. And... Yeah, just for the record, five years is more than enough time for her. <laughs> like, I'm just saying... it. Hair, it's a visual. 100%. It's a visual metaphor, Sam. It means at some <laughs> point no she stopped. Have blonde in her hair, unless she was. It doesn't matter. Four yeah. of those five. Years. It's five years, Sam. <laughs> at some point, she's... there are so many funny things to be said right now that my head is just <laughs> jamming with all the funny things that are going on. <laughs> yeah, like you know, just there's so many amazing things about the movie, but you know, it's so amazing how just <laughs> her roots. We're just, just oh my God. they were showing. All right. You know what? <laughs> Shut up. Because what my point is actually a good point, and you're being an asshole. So, because one of the big themes of the movie that Frigga, you know, Thor's mother, is saying is like trying to reconcile the idea of who you're supposed to be with who you are. And that's like, that's a visual metaphor that we're seeing with her. Yes, yeah, thing 100%. Is, you're totally right. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 and I pointed no, this no, out. It's just funny when Sam points out that it just takes, it it takes you much shorter to do that. Who cares no, about how long yeah. it takes? I know, that's I a, know, Jeremy. It's a stupid complaint. <laughs> um, you know, anyway, the point is, is that there's one point in the movie where her hair becomes completely red again, and that is when 
she is falls off the you know the soulstone ledge because it's like the blood is in her hair and i feel like that's a very strong like visual metaphor also yeah you know this kind of like in the sense of it referencing back to like how her character first appeared like when she was first introduced into the, the mcu yeah like you know this sort of idea that like her whole goal here over this last five years is like she's been struggling to try to make the world like right again that's like she says and, that and to dye know. her hair properly but uh she... <laughs> yeah because like, in, like so Jeremy, okay so so benji jokes aside um do you think that that was like a visual reference to her line in the avengers when she says she has red on her ledger Ooh. yes there you go because she talks about, you know, that, you know, she is trying to, like, make up for things. She's trying to bring people back. And that's, like, you know, everything that she's been doing of trying to keep, kind of run the Avengers in the meantime. And it's part of, like, trying to do something good. Right. Right. Which is part of her, her larger character arc of, like, her, her entire motivation is, like, basically doing penance for, like, the bad things that she has done in the past. Right. And she says, you know, to... Hawkeye, you know, I don't judge people by their worst mistakes, like you didn't for me. Oh, yeah, well, oh, and that's why they're right. so close to also, right, right, because right. they both have a similar background, yeah. 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 Um, I really appreciated that a lot. You know, I just think, like, she was, like, really, really good at this. I mean, in general, the acting was really great. And, you know, the I noticed a few things, like, rewatching, like, saying, like, it's going to be fine, it's still like a conversation between Pepper and Tony, and then she repeats that at the end. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. You know, you can rest now. Yeah. Which is like going back to the conversation where she says, are you sure you're going to be able to rest? Yeah. Definitely, like, kind of hits you. You know, it's an intense well, also, thing. Also, just there, there and, and in, that, in that scene, like, when, when Black Widow uh, uh, does die, I, I, I really legitimately didn't know who was going to die. In that scene, yeah, like they, they really, in fact, that that was that that worked well, that worked well with like the the music, you know, in the background, like not giving you cues as to what's going to happen, you know. Yeah. So, it was just, so yeah. Yeah. So, I kind of felt like, you know, I didn't want to see her die, so I was kind of annoyed by that. But it was also like, killing Hawkeye would have been the easy choice. Because I didn't care about him as much. Right. And, you know, it would have felt like a really simplistic way to deal with it. Like, oh, well, he has the family, and now they're going to be, like, orphaned and everything. And, you know, it's like, you know, the problem is is that the movie already only had her as a character. Because that's just how it was. That's how they dealt with it. You know, and... These are just choices that were made, and it's not, you know, you have to look at it like how the, you know, the studio was, like, pushing things at the beginning, you know, not wanting more female characters. Like, the Wasp was actually a character who was part of the original Avengers. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, these are things that could have been done, but, you know, there was a, a concern. It was, like, a risk about getting away from these things, and, you know... Well, That's why they did it a little not, bit differently. Probably, probably, I mean, probably not anymore. I mean, maybe I, I have no. I, have, I, have I don't no think idea. there's any issue anymore with that stuff. 
by this point. I mean, Captain Marvel was very profitable. Also, I mean, the cool thing about Black Widow is, I mean, she doesn't she doesn't have any superpowers, right? Right. Right. So at least not in the not in the movie universe, she doesn't. Okay. So, um, you guys want to talk about the uh, you guys want to talk about the time travel thing, or did you have more uh, you want to say, Jeremy? No, we can move on to the time travel. Yeah. So, so I want to hear okay. Sam's Sam's defense, or is so. this another installment of Sam's complaint corner? Sam's <laughs> complaint corner. This is this is actually not a complaint corner. Well, um, aren't you complaining about what other people are saying? Ah, damn it! You ruined it, Sam. I am. This is this is Sam's defense corner. All right. Uh, sure. where, Sam's where defense corner. The movie against. <laughs> where I defend the movie against the um, wrong attacks that people are making against this. Sounding like uh, a wrong, complaint corner now, Sam. Wrong critiques. He's complaining um, against the complainers. People, people have said that the time travel in this movie doesn't make sense, even though they explain very clearly in the movie how time travel works in, in the universe. Um, right. The way it works, the way time travel works in this movie, is if you go back in time and you change something in the past, that creates a branching timeline where that thing was changed. But when you go back to the future, you go back to your future where that thing was not changed. Mm-hmm. And, and that is consistent in every instance throughout the movie um, where like people go back and like things change, but like the things that change change for like some other timeline that we're not seeing. And, and like when, when the people go, come back, they come back to a world where that thing in their past was unchanged. The only difference is they might have a physical item that they've brought forward, or in some cases a person um, who's come forward, um, and that changes the present, but it doesn't change the past of that timeline. So right. the only instance where that is somewhat contradicted is when it comes to Captain America at the end of the movie. Oh, is that right? Because, because I, I feel like it's consistent with what you just said. So Captain America at the end of the movie goes back in time, and then we see old Captain America who has lived through the entire 70 years, or I guess it's more than 70 years, it's probably like 85 years or something, right? Um, that he was right. gone. Um, now, according to the logic of the movie internally, whatever timeline Captain America had gone back to and lived out his life would be an alternate timeline and not this timeline. That's so correct. He that is what not, happened. He could not have lived his entire life in this timeline that we understand as the main timeline. Right, and he did Which means that what must have happened is he must have lived out his entire life in an alternate timeline, yep. and then as an old man, somehow traveled to our timeline from that other yeah. timeline. And it's if not you really... assume that that's what happened then it all makes sense and it's all consistent. Yeah, but it's, well, that well, actually how, well, how is consistent. Because no, 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 we already know, well. because he has the pin particles, so we know that he can like right. travel multiple places. That's like the whole point. Like They, they don't like say, okay, you're going to go, now you're going to go to the next one, then the next one. They just say you're going to go all at once and you'll just do all of them. Cause he, and we already seen that they're able to travel from one place to another because when they're in 2012 Avengers, they travel back to 1970. Right. So we already so, know you can time travel between, you know, timelines. Right. So because of that, he could have just said, "All right, well, now I've done. I'm going to do that, and now, you know, 
I'm just going to you know return basically. So basically, you have to you have to make that assumption. That yes. They, now that being said, apparently the writers of the movie don't understand that. Well, that's because apparently they wrote like multiple versions, and there was a little bit of confusion. Because there were there were some interviews it. with the writers where the writers were saying like, "Oh, you see, he actually Captain America did go back in time, and he lived out his life, and he actually married Peggy Carter, and when she says that she has a husband, she actually is referring to Steve Rogers, and blah blah blah." That that doesn't work. Like, that would be consistent with a different version, a different version of the movie of, of, of yeah. time travel, which is not the version of the time travel that. Because it is true, that, they right. never say the name of Peggy's husband. Right, but in our timeline, it clearly was not Steve Rogers. Yeah. So, so, so that's the, like the the actual writers of this movie are going around spreading misinformation, which is <laughs> making their movie seem like it doesn't make sense. But if, if you ignore them and assume they're wrong, <laughs> then the movie actually does make sense. Yeah, I know. It, 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 that, that and like said, I said, because apparently said, they were working in multiple. Ones. One complaint. So Benji, you can you can do Sam's complaint corner. Um, Jeremy, do you have it queued up? Or do I it? <laughs> just keep going. Yeah, go, let's hear it. Back. Okay. Sam's complaint corner. Corner. Okay. So and Jeremy, maybe you can explain this because you're you're good at explaining things that I find problematic in movies. I guess but, we'll find out. Okay. So. It's established Captain America went back in time 85 years, lived out his entire life, came back as, you know, an 85 years older person. He looks very old. Yes. Um, the thing is, it, he so clearly Captain America ages over time. Maybe he ages more slowly than a normal person, but he does yeah. age. Right, because of the so, super serum. So why does Bucky not age? Oh well, that's actually it's he. I went through a completely different process. But what didn't Bucky also get the super soldier serum? Isn't it the same thing? Not exactly. It was some kind of modified thing, and he was put into some kind of suspended animation, and he was only taken out like in the in the eighties or seventies or something. No, no, that's not even it. It was it wasn't even that. He basically was taken out and put back in, and taken out and put back in. That's what they okay, said. Okay, so they, in they basically kept him in cryogenic stasis for like years at a time. When he wasn't like on a mission, that's right. That's so, so he never so his like aging process was like delayed by these like periods of time that he was just like in suspended animation. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so that that makes sense, except for the question of like why would they not just use him all the time? Um, what do you mean? Like why would they ever put him in suspended animation? Why wouldn't they just continuously use him on missions? Because he was a specialized resource, and they had to use like the special code words to make sure that he fell in line, you know. And it was always like a risk: the longer you use him, the more likely he might get his memory back. So okay. you needed to use him for like specialized missions, like okay. we need to assassinate someone, and it needs to be done, and then we'll throw him back in. So, you know, the so ice. I actually, I actually had thought of that idea of like maybe he was just like put in suspended animation, you know, for years at a time between missions. Um, right. I just didn't know if like there was any, you know, evidence of that in universe. Yeah, well, that's from the Civil War, basically. Do they that's... do they say that in Civil and War? And Winter Soldier. And Winter Soldier. Do they say yeah. that he was kept like in reserve? I guess they do kind of say that. Don't yeah, they? no, they do, and they okay. have like a they have, right, like so a little that, flashback. That explains also, that explains Civil how War. how Bucky can appear to be not not aged, and and Steve Rogers was. Yeah, so, they have a whole thing where they say like you know he they, you know he's like their like the secret assassin. He just like shows up every so often. Right, right, right. They know. do say that that he's like he's this like you know urban legend kind of thing that he just like shows up and like disappears and you know 
there's like all these stories about him. So okay, all right, good. So so I feel like we have answered the the, <laughs> the critiques of this movie and and the ways that people wrongly claim that it is inconsistent or doesn't make sense. Right. Well. And uh, I, I did. I did love that line where they're like, "Did you base your idea about time travel off the back?" <laughs> tell, tell me you didn't base your your idea of whatever line and, was yeah, you know, time travel like, on Back, to, back the to the Future too. No. And he's like, and he's like, "No." <laughs> Paul Rudd was also very funny in this movie, yeah. just in general. Um, but I mean, that's not a surprise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, a good a good sort yeah. of counterpoint to Tony to to Tony Stark too, because you know they're both like scientists and stuff and have their own sort of like irreverence sort of thing but in a different way so yeah actually, there are a lot of scientists and they also have bruce Bennett. anyway whatever yeah well no. let's show yeah the and you know rocket is a different kind of thing but um the thing is like i really feel like the way they paced this stuff was very well done because you know you have like the funeral scene which is like a really just like silent thing one of the things i noticed i saw a meme about this like so you notice that little thing at the end where it says proof that Tony Stark has a heart? Yeah. Which is a callback to the first yes, movie. Yes, yes, to the first But actually, movie. if you look at the little symbols on it, like the coloring, that looks the same as when they all put their fists in before they go travel through time. It's like the exact same color scheme and like the same number of lines and everything. Mm. I was like, oh, I didn't even, I completely missed that, but because oh. I had to see them next to each other to see that, that was pretty cool. But then after that, you had the whole thing where Scarlet Witch says to Clint, like, she knows, they both do. And then it's like, I don't know who the other person is. Is it Gamora, the other Soul Stone, or is it Vision? I still don't know the answer to that. But I have to assume I, that they'll reveal it later. I, I I guessed that she was referring to Vision, because, like, she, she doesn't have any particular connection to Gamora. Neither of them do have any connection to Gamora. But... But like, I assume she was referring to Vision as like, you know, the other member of the Avengers that we that they were both close to who who was lost. Yeah, that's my thinking. But anyway, so and then so that was like, you know, they had the thing and they had the scene with like young know, John Favreau and you know Morgan talking about how she wants cheeseburgers, which is the same thing Tony Stark wanted when he came back in the first Iron Man when he was rescued. And then it switches over to like Thor giving you know Valkyrie you know, the Your Majesty thing, and then right. the great thing with the Asgardians of the Galaxy, which is a really <laughs> oh my clever God. turn of phrase. That scene yeah. is comedy, it's, it's comedy genius. It's like, yeah, like, yeah. like Every, Chris yeah. Pratt and, 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 and uh, Chris Hemsworth, like, playing off each other. It's, yeah. It's so yeah. great. <laughs> like, the, yeah. the, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, that, that, of course, escalation is so good, <laughs> because they're just saying, like, you know, it's like, you should fight each other for the honor of leadership. <laughs> And then, and then, uh, and then he's like, "Yeah, that sounds like a good idea to me." Uh, and then Rocket says, "Well, I've got blasters, and that's you guys would rather use knives." And then Mantis like, "Ooh, yes, use knives." <laughs> it's like, "Oh no, oh no, no, it's not necessary. We're not gonna be knifing each other." Ha 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 ha. I mean, we all know who's really in. He's like, "Yeah, we all know who's really in charge." Me. Oh yes, yes, of course, of course, of course. And then, and then he has a. Of course, <laughs> and that third of course has always has gotten the laugh. Of course, three to, the three times I've seen it, that that yeah. line is always like it's just it's like clearly like they've gotten so much better at understanding like the what Chris Hemsworth can do. The yeah. thing is like in this movie, even he goes from the different points where he you know, he's experiencing like real like heartache. I mean, I thought that scene in the beginning 
where he's like, I'm, I can't go with you. I'm not going to do this. And he's like drinking his beer while he's teared up. And Rocket says, there's beer on the ship. And he says, what kind of beer? <laughs> and it's a funny line, but he's also like, he's like so sad. It's like, yeah. that's really well done. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm very impressed by that. Yeah. Well, and, and also like, like think of like, think of also um as i as i mentioned before think of how like like how impressive that is of what they did with this character with his character because you would never expect seeing someone like like thor at the beginning that he would ever you know get on the guardians of the galaxy uh ship but also for it to still be kind of logically consistent like or or just like it, it does make sense with what they've done like i think it's just really really impressive but was that in the comics at all, or is that an MCU no, exclusive? No, no. That's good. No, this that's is cool, this is a new thing. Um, that's great. That's awesome. That, that's it's that's a, really. That's, it really that's makes awesome. sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, that was one of the great things in Infinity War. How it seems like, wow, this is like the perfect. There, he's fitting in perfectly, and like right. the whole thing. Like he has this conversation with like Rocket. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, so Rabbit, you know, you're clearly the captain here. Yes, you're very perceptive. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was. It didn't, that's one of the things that I like, you know, that they kept that going, and you know, Thor and the Rabbit still had that connection. <laughs> and like when, and when Rocket is running away from the other Asgardians, they're like, "Stop that Rabbit!" <laughs> I mean, that was just really good. The whole, you know, I mean, it's uh, that's 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 one thing I really like about that. But I think um, we should start, you know, wrapping it up. You know, we've been uh, yeah, what's, chatting what's about this. Be the, maybe we should yeah. talk about the. Oh, sorry, were you gonna say something? Yeah, what's that bench? Well, I'll say maybe we should talk about. It. I mean, I think it's like a good note to just like sort of, sort of like think about like so. So, what are what are some of the future MCU stuff? We already talked about the shows, but like yeah. I'm guessing Guardians of the Galaxy three will be a thing, and it is a thing, uh, and and uh, and uh, and Thor will be in it, which is awesome. I hope so. Um, um I, well, I'm looking forward to Black Panther. Presumably, presumably Thor will be in 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 the third Guardians movie. I mean, based on I mean, the ending of this movie, you would think so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, James Gunn is supposed good. to, you know, has a script already written, okay, and he's supposed to direct it, so because he was rehired by Disney, so right, right, mm-hmm. and, he, and he did the second Suicide Squad too, right? Which I, yeah, well, well that, that's why that's... they're they're delaying the <laughs> yeah. Guardians movie because right. he's yes. he's already committed to Suicide Squad. Yeah, so yeah, I know uh, non MCU conversation, but but um, no, but what so 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 besides these shows, so we have a Guardians of the Galaxy three, we have Black Panther two, right? I mean, do we have any details about that? It's just that or only just that the, they'll do it at some point. Yeah. You know, they've also mentioned that they're going to be, you know, of course, uh, Doctor Strange sequel at some point uh-huh. too. Okay. Yeah. You know, but oh, that's that's a question I have. What's that? Um, now that the Infinity Stones are destroyed. How is Doctor Strange supposed to keep Dormammu from taking over the universe? It's a good question, and I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's the perfect thing to bring up in a sequel with like Chiwetel Ejiofor coming back. I mean, he's actually playing Scar in the new Lion King movie. Really? That's yeah, it's cool. a yeah, it's great. It's another British, you know, actor who plays evil guys. Right. It's like Jeremy yeah. Irons. Right. It's a good, it's a good choice. Yeah. Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor and, is. Uh, yeah. yeah. So here's so. The we know that there is a movie called Shang Chi, which is based on a martial arts character that's coming out. Um, start which is uh, directed by uh, Chloe Zhao. She did a movie last year that was actually pretty good called The Rider. It was a very American movie. It was like kind of surprisingly good for that, like how well she could get into it, considering she's Chinese. I mm-hmm. mean, like born and raised in China, in like China. So it was just kind of like she had a really good sense of it. Um, so is this so feel, is this them trying to like 
make up for like the utter failure that was Iron Fist. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, I think it is. And of course, you know, one of the problems with doing Shang Chi is like, why does your first Asian character movie have to be a martial arts one? You know, it's like mm. I mean, like I've heard some I mean, people say I mean, but that being, they should have done MC, yeah. Namor, right, like Namor the Submariner, because he's just like some random, you know, sea you know, yeah. guy, and just make if he just made him Asian, I don't think it would be a big deal. Yeah, I, I, but, I, I, I understand. Or you're talking about like in the MCU. I mean, the whole thing is is about action, though. So I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like, I, I agree with that. I agree with that sentiment a lot. But if, if but it's if it's well, about like action, Namor like, is like he's like a he uses like the power of the sea. You know, no, I'm like ta- no, I'm talking about your earlier point. But yeah, actually, that, then that is a good point. So uh, anyway, so there's also the another one coming out called The Eternals. Uh, the Eternals, one of the, was uh, actually written partially by Neil Gaiman. Um, oh. At least the, yeah, and, cool. you know, and Jack Kirby. You know, they wrote versions. And it, we all, the only thing we know is that Angelina Jolie is in it, playing some character, and so is Kumail Nanjiani. That's oh, yes. all we know. I did hear about that. I, I was not expecting to see Kumail Nanjiani being a Marvel superhero. <laughs> Well, I don't know but, what he's playing. Well, remember yeah. they have Paul Rudd, so I mean, you know, they, they yeah. you know, they can use Yeah, Paul Rudd people. got in some shape. He got in some real good shape, that's for sure. And then, well, I mean, even even Robert Downey, well, Robert Downey Jr. is saying it's a different story. But, um, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, definitely bummed that there's no more Jessica Jones, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that no. was I thought that was the superior one amongst the uh, Netflix shows by far. But I whatevs. love Jessica Jones, although actually I haven't seen the third season. But, there's uh, no third season. That's because oh, it no hasn't come season? out yet. No, oh. well, there will be though. Right, there is a third season, right? It's coming out this summer. Oh, it hasn't come out. Oh, really? Okay, that's why. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go, Benji. Hey. That's a, uh, that's happy awesome. birthday. There's going to be more you. just again. <laughs> <Happy birthday. laughs> oh, oh. So, so, so I guess the thing is with them, with them canceling all the Netflix stuff, they're still going to yeah. do some of the stuff that they developed, and then. Yeah, and then I mean, just... this is the last one though. This okay, but that's okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's 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 fine. I mean, yeah. And maybe they'll do a movie at some point. I don't know. Um, but. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, any any final thoughts as we wrap things up here? Well, I mean, it's it's cool. I mean, I, I've been thinking about, and I know we did the podcast within the past few years of just revisiting that, like what your what your uh, what your next few years will look like. Those starting like yeah. 2012 or 2011. Remember that, Sam? We were yeah. looking yeah, at, of course. That, and a lot of those have happened. Some of them haven't. But we're almost at the end. I think the only one, the only ones that haven't happened, there was like. Sandman and um, um, uh, yeah, I'm looking up what your next. Sandman, that's definitely oh, yeah, those, never happened. Well, those were already listed as sometime in the future anyway. Right. Now, and the thing is, like, some of this stuff is actually on the DC universe. Like, they have Swamp Thing, which apparently is a really good show, and Doom Patrol, which just finished its first season, which apparently is also a really good show. And apparently, they really stuck it to the Grant Morrison weirdness. That's good. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. Um. Well, what was I'm trying to look up the uh, Jimmy? Do you have the image I'm talking the, about? What the one from before? Yeah, I mean, are you just talking about like our little image from the, the yeah. stuff into the future? Yeah. Uh, if you look back on Nerd Punches Nerd, you can see that I have like a list there. Well, I'm just trying to pull it up on my computer, see if I can see if I can see it. But whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. um, okay. Let's I, let's let's yeah. close with with this. Yeah. yeah. What are you most looking forward to next in the Marvel universe? Hmm. I think, I think as of right now, considering the fact they wrapped um, all, all of this uh, stuff up and 
I kind of am begrudgingly accepting, you know, that they're incorporating the uh, X Men universe into the MCU. Like, I just know there's, you know, that's that's the way it has to happen. So that's so that's not a hundred percent, right? Uh, there definitely will have X Men in there. Oh, is it? Yeah, I, I, just, they, I, just, I like to or, you know, that, yeah. that they're going to incorporate X Men into into the MCU. Oh, of course. It's just not clear exactly how or when. Okay. So, so, so right now, out of everything, um, in terms of the immediate future, and especially with uh, also with uh, Jessica Jones being, uh, you know, like wrapping up and and uh, Avengers wrapping up something like that, I'd say Black Panther too, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Out of out of all of those things, maybe Guardians of the Galaxy, like right below that. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, for me, definitely, I'm really looking forward to Guardians 3 above everything else just because mm-hmm. I love the first two so much. And I was really, like, not looking forward to it when we thought, like, that James Gunn wasn't coming back. Right. But now it's like, oh, wow, yeah. So I, I'm really just excited because, like, you know, the you know what with this multiverse and other options that they're doing, there are all these, like, potential things that would be really cool to explore. And, you know, trying to deal with, like, you know, hoping they don't just ignore the consequences of things. And apparently, in this trailer for Spider-Man, you know, they really are talking about it. Like, you know, Peter Parker is trying to deal with the you know death of Tony Stark and how it's affecting him. So and, I, haven't, I haven't watched the trailer. Of... Do they address at all the fact that, like, half of all people have aged five years and half the other half have not? They didn't bring it up, but they did say that Ned was one of the people who was snapped. Right. Well, we know and, that because, like, we see we see Ned and Peter like meet each other again and hug, and they're the same age. No, it's not in the trailer, but maybe it'll be in the movie. No, I'm saying that happens in in uh, Endgame. No, 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 I'm saying you asked, are they going to address the five year right, thing? Right, right, right. And I'm saying I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm. I mean, obviously, like you guys, I'm looking forward to Guardians three. But I think the thing that I am most looking forward to is actually Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Definitely want to see more from her. She was uh, She's really great. Yeah, that'll be cool. All right. Okay, guys, this was a really good session. You know, I feel like we had a lot of great points, et cetera, et cetera, and so forth. This was our end game of the podcast right now. Ooh, zing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next time, guys, nerd you later. Nerd you later. Nerd you later.